You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. So I'm sure by now you've picked up that we, we like things medical and technical and all sorts of things that we actually don't understand. But I found this absolutely amazing. So the department in VITS uh, of in- Information Engineering at VITS um, have put together what they're saying will be revolutionary. Biomedical engineers at VITS have researched how brain waves can be used to control robotic prosthetic hands. Now, what all of this means, I have no idea. What I do know is that as I was reading this article, I kind of got the sense that this is revolutionary. Abdul Khalik Mohammed, he's a lecturer and PhD candidate in the School of Electrical and Information Engineering at WITS, joins me on the line and is part of this group that has put this together. Good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon, how are you? Okay, I'm good, thank you. I know this is great news, but I need you to break it down for us. So the brainwaves that you're talking about, let, just let us in on, on how this particular uh, prosthetic works. Okay, so to simplify it, um, the prosthetic itself is a prototype prosthetic hand. You know, we've we've developed it with uh, 3D printing, and at the moment it's using um, electrical signals from the upper arm muscles. So it's an indirect connection with the brain. So the the user, the amputee who doesn't have an arm anymore, it fits this prosthetic hand uh, to their arm, and then the the prosthetic hand would then collect uh, via electrodes onto the muscle, the upper arm muscle. So the user, the amputee, would think about moving his bicep, for example, and then that would then initiate some kind of electrical activity. The prosthetic hand would pick up on this activity and then translate that into a movement, say, for example, to hold a cup. Okay. Um, hang, on, hang on right there so that I follow you. So you've given me how the hand and the arm connect yes tell me about where you're connecting with the brain at the moment so the moment we it's an instant like i said it's an indirect connection with the brain ah. um because it's the start of the project right gotcha. so this is the, this is the first phase the the eventual goal of the project would be a more direct connection with the brain so gotcha. in the event that it's not just an amputee but maybe somebody who's uh suffered from a stroke or they're paralyzed mm. they can't move and none of their muscles move so then you would put like a scalp cap on top of the head gotcha. and the the system would read the electrical brain signals from the top of the head, interpret this, and then use that to control a prosthetic hand. Okay. So this prototype that we're talking about, now we're speak, speaking about a hand. So, you know, what type of a, uh, amputee is this at this point? So, well, the, the, the start is uh, at least to aim at um, amputees who have, have had amputees below the elbow. Ah, uh, Okay. Um, as a start and yes. then we hopefully would get to a stage where we can start further helping up. further, up, further you up you know so the further up we go mm. the, the more complicated it becomes sure. and then the, the, the more extreme application is somebody who's completely paralyzed sure completely okay so I, I get that now so at the moment are you saying that you are using um, you said it now electro electro what are you calling them a myographic signal so EMG <laughs> you can call it EMG it's easier <laughs> Okay, and and so far it's looking good, um, Abdul. Yeah, so we've got the basic functionality working. Um, we've got a artificial sense of feedback also, and mm-hmm. uh, artificial sense of touch on the prosthetic hand also. So, so, look, this to me sounds plausible. What's so new about it, Abdul? 
Um, well, the, the 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 main novelty with our product was different from ours compared to other people's yep. uh, is is the cost um, and the ah, simplicity of it. Gotcha. You know, so we we aiming we're not doing uh, the, the prototype that we've developed is um, there are similar things mm. on the market commercially, mm, yes. but they they're a lot more expensive. You know, okay. we're talking about um, a half a million rand upwards. Okay. Whereas we wanting to sell ours for about 20,000 rand. How have you managed to bring that cost down, Abdul? Um, we don't have a lot of development costs and uh, gotcha. the methods and the materials that we used are sort of 3D printing um, electrical components. So uh, the, the whole aim of it, the whole design of it has, is aimed at having it affordable. This is quite interesting. So, so 3D has actually, and I'm hearing this quite a lot uh, in many, many other departments as well, where people are saying that's almost cut and slashed your prices in half, this 3D technology. Well, we're talking about 20 times difference you know wow not not just half yeah. um we're not using uh, heavy steel yes or expensive steel equipment or expensive polymers and that kind of thing we're mm. using using things we're trying to keep it simple essentially mm. and 3d printing allows us to do that is the market ex- you know excited about this development i mean if you're going to be coming in at a price that is almost half the the other competitors you're going to be upsetting the market oh yes definitely <laughs> um at the same time, there's a there's a hunger for the device because I've, I've had people phoning me amputees and the the mm. family members saying that you know they they heard about this, mm. this device and it's so exciting they can't wait for it to be available and they they want it now. Mm. Um, so we need to try and make that happen as soon as possible. So mm. there's a, there's a need for it and every South African people can't afford half a million rand MPT yeah. device. So, you, you know, they, if, they, if they can afford something that a medical aid will cover or even that they can afford by paying it off themselves, um, that will make a huge difference to their lives. What development stage are you at, Abdul? Um, we've, so we've got a functional prototype now. We just need to uh, test it a little bit more, uh, strengthen it and get it ready for commercialization. Mm. What what are we looking at? In terms, I mean, as you said, people are already asking when, how, and and so on. What are we looking at? Well, we assuming assuming we get we get the funding necessary, and um, yeah, that's mainly hinged on the funding. Uh, we're looking at about a three-year plan to get it ready and marketable. I, I mean, is 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 essentially the only hindrance right now just finance, Abdul? Yes. Really? Yes. And so, in other words, if, if if a donor just closed their eyes right now and wrote you a check. Yeah, it could speed up this process quite absolutely. quickly. Absolutely, absolutely. You, you obviously still need to get it approved in terms of uh, standardized and all of that stuff. Yeah, but that's part of the three-year plan. Yes, okay. it's all part of the certification and standardization and testing process. Abdul, day we ask. I mean, how much funding do you need? Uh, we're working on about an uh, estimation of about five million over the next three years. Mm. And and you've you've already got uh, partners which will develop this for you in terms of manufacturing it and so on. Have you? Have yeah, you we've done that? we've engaged with a few people who are willing to do it for us and partner with us and help us, and uh, anticipate that there'll be other people in other areas who also want to help us. Mm. So you know, it's not just the the amputees who are really eager to get yes. involved, but there's also industry partners and manufacturers and distributors who would also be very keen to get involved. I mean, this is fantastic news. Um, is there anything that you would like? I mean, you've got the platform now. You you obviously may have somebody listening to you who's a funder. Do you, is there anything else that you think we've missed out that you want to say? I think I've covered most of it. Yeah. I think the, the I think the main the main points are the fact that this is a device that we're aiming to help lots of people with. You know, it's a it's a, it's a it's a it's a device that we've built in South Africa primarily to help South African amputees 
to make their lives easier. That's it the main aim. But the applications for it, um, for the for the prosthetic hand itself, can be extended into all of Africa, can be extended to Asia or other developing countries in the world, and even first world countries like Germany have, ex- you know, just, they just have ex- a need just, for it. Just explain that for us, Abdul. What do, what do you mean the applications can be extended? What, what do you mean by that? Oh, right. So we're just talking about the prosthetic hand itself, yeah. you know, the, the, the first prototype, which would be probably be a first product. Yeah. Uh, but the technology of capturing oh, capturing the the electrical signals from the from the muscles and from the brain and yeah. using that to control a device are extensive so we can talk about playing games with your mind uh mm. controlling underwater sea cables is, is, uh, does repairs. this mean that the technology has you know a product a product extension kind of lifespan that it can have on its own yes so you know the core technology itself is is probably the more exciting part for me at least um, that it has so many more applications mm. the first and, and probably the biggest not necessarily the biggest but the most impactful thing that's immediate would be helping amputees and people who don't have hands and or, or paralyzed people and then to extend that further um, so there's a product extension so tell me Abdul yeah. this investor are, are they investing in the application development or the actual prototype only well it depends I suppose it depends that's all up, up to negotiation yes. at the moment what we're looking for is just some kind of investment to get the prototype working because mm-hmm. that would be the first phase and then thereafter we can look at well, um, well I mean it kind of extension. changes everything Abdul because if you're saying that this this uh, that, you know there's a prototype which is interesting mm-hmm. but for for someone who's interested in technology this this goes way beyond just the prosthetic I mean yes. it's it's quite wide which ranging is, which is in what, the benefits yeah, which is what I think attracted you in the first place yes. when you started reading about yeah. the brain. Yeah. You know, um, and that's what sounds interesting to most people. Mm. Uh, but essentially, that's the technology that sits behind yes. the prosthetic hand that will go into the prosthetic hand. It's the, it's the, it's then the application and the movement of that technology. Okay, Abdul, I want you to tell us how people can find you because this is really interesting. Um, they well, you can contact me um, on my email address. Mm-hmm. That's probably the easiest to do. Uh, I think if you just Google my name um, at Vitz then you will be able to find me. And we'll tag you as well on social media. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Abdul, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Abdul Khalik uh, Mohammed, who's a lecturer and PhD candidate in the School of Electrical and Information Engineering at WITS. They've come up with this amazing technology that for the beginning, what they want to do is to help amputees with a prototype of of, um, a hand, prosthetic hand. But this technology for me sounds very, very interesting and it can do a lot more than just helping people who are amputees. So do get in touch with them. We will put their details on our platform. Two o'clock now. Let's go to Utsi Lesaku for the latest in SABC News.